0: You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at the thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.
1: As the Islanders, Canadians, Knights, and Bolts continue to battle it out for a chance to play for Lord Stanley's Cup, Chuck Fletcher and the Flyers weigh their options and seek out the best way to improve the team. Let her rip, Chuck.
0: Hey
1: everybody, I'm your host with the most, Joe Gazarian, and I, for one, am all aboard the Seth Jones train to Philly. Bring it on. Uh, Dougie would be cool too, but uh, both of them. We need, we need one of them, <laughs> or that, or maybe a, a complete left field play for Ryan Ellis, if that's still on the table. Something that, that needs to happen, though. I'm all for it.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm Matt Arenick, and kind of on that, that same vein, Flyers fans are actually not happy that nothing has happened yet. Um, you can color me shocked, despite the fact that we're not even in the off season yet. So,
0: Yeah, I was going to say, can we wait till <laughs> hockey is done being played before we, before we like get angry about the team not doing anything, uh, I'm Mike Zawisa and Joe. Would you say that you're jonesing for Seth Jones?
1: I am jonesing for Seth Jones. Yes, I'm jonesing for some Jones. Um, before, before we get to some Flyers talk and, and some just kind of quick, quick playoffs talk, a quick word from our sponsor though. Um, the second round is in full swing and the action increases from game to game. This is where the contenders are separated from the pretenders. To give you some skin in the game, DraftKings will be offering free-to-play pools every day of the basketball playoffs, offering players a free shot at up to tens of thousands of dollars in total prizes. That's up to $10,000 in total prizes up for grabs each day. The best part is that it's free-to-play. DraftKings free-to-play pools are easy to enter. Just download DraftKings app, go to the pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during the day's basketball games, track your results throughout the evening, download the top-rated DraftKings app now, and use promo code THPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code THPN for a limited time, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. All right, fellas, now Joe, we got that, that was, out of the way. That yeah. was
0: immaculate, Joe.
1: You know, couple, it's like that was, riding a bike. That's one take. I'm back on it, baby. Yeah. Um, let, let's get into some Flyers talk, though. So, I mean, yeah, Matt. There's a lot of people that are mad online. Surprise, surprise. We live in Philadelphia, which is just a <laughs> breeding ground for animosity. Um, but the Flyers did. I mean, they did some some moves. They re-signed uh, German Ruppsov. They re-signed. Uh, Linus Sandin to one-year uh, deals. They're both two-way contracts, so I mean, there's a chance. I, I would hope that they actually get some time in the uh, in the NHL. Um, there's going to be injuries along the way; it's just a fact. So we'll see if they pop up. And it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. Did we not just something was going on with Sandstrom too? Originally, he was going back overseas, and then supposed I don't to go know, to like
2: Finland, right? Yeah, like, like the, he was supposed to go to Finland, might... and then
1: all of a sudden, the Flyers announced they signed him again. So. Yeah. Um, I guess they must have uh, promised him he's going to get some playing time. He did look pretty good to close out the AHL season. Um, and I remember when we drafted him; I mean, he was very highly touted. Um, I know the joke was like people were comparing him to Lundqvist, but um, he was he was a good prospect. He was, he was you know he was highly touted for a while there. So, what are your guys' thoughts on on, on these re signings, uh, Mike? Let's go to you first, buddy. What what do you got in the tank here?
0: Yeah, uh, well first I just wanted to say to the listeners, uh, we took a week off, uh, probably feels like more because we're in a you know one episode a week schedule, so just wanted to thank everyone who listens for bearing with us a week while we're, we're in busy season right now, I mm. think. It's off season for the Flyers, but it's...
1: It's on uh, season for the rest of us. It's on season
0: for us, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think, I mean, anytime a team signs prospects or lets prospects go, my response is kind of the same, like
2: it like okay yeah that's good like it, who did they let go a couple weeks ago um i i honestly didn't even recognize their names but it was a wake-up call wake-up call for them so
0: yeah yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> <Jesus> Christ, <Matt. laughs> um yeah uh they did they let two prospects walk a couple weeks ago i mean the fact that we can't and we're pretty savvy when it comes to flyers prospects and the fact that we can't pull oh roddy was it roddy ross and uh
2: it was the Russian.
1: There was a Russian, Russian name
0: in. Oh there. yeah, yeah. Sir, Sir Duke and Roddy Ross, I think, were the yes, yeah, the Durick
2: or whatever. Yeah. Who? So
0: anyway,
1: insert the uh, <laughs> yeah, insert the uh, the Snoop Dogg gif here.
0: Yeah. So I mean, like a team. Teams are generally pretty good um, at assessing where prospects are in their development. So if they felt those guys weren't worthy of contracts, so be it. If but they, by the same token, they feel that Rupsov, Sandine and Sandstrom, you know have clearly continued to show development and they're you know they want them around and i don't think that's a bad thing especially since those three are they're probably what around like 22 23 ish at this point Sandine might be a couple years older than that even so um you know if nothing else ruby and Sandine like they're two guys that you know you hope you don't see them next year but injuries always happen especially when I think people are really underrating the fact that we're coming off two shortened seasons, and next year's going to be a full season. You know, people were worried about injuries this year and everything, which rightfully so, but I think next year's going to be really tough on a lot of guys. I think that, especially during the stretch run, you're probably going to see uh, some juggling of lineups and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean i'm i'm still you know I'm, i wouldn't say i'm a huge you know rupes off guy in terms of i think his ceiling is high but i still think he can be an effective bottom six player which is never a bad thing to have in your system same thing with Sandine too
1: no you can you can keep players like rupes off in your system and that way you don't have to trade for the nate thompson's of the world you don't have to trade yeah. for the Derek grants of the world you can save that draft pick and and Use it to draft another Kerman Rupsov. So um, that's that's key. If you keep that pipeline, you know, somewhat viable, you don't have to necessarily trade a lot of draft picks. And and the Flyers, I mean, make no bones about it. This is still a contending team. I mean, they are, they are this is the window. And the window opened, I guess you could say the window probably opened last year. Uh, I think it really opened, to, this year was the first year for me where it was like full send, this is it, I would make moves. And obviously nothing worked out that way, but. But yeah, go ahead, Matt.
2: Yeah, and I think if you look at most of the the teams that are able to win it all, right, you have a bottom six that's filled with players making less than a million dollars. I think the Capitals do a very good job of building out their bottom six, maybe not necessarily all through drafting, but savvy signings where you're not spending two, three million dollars the way that the Canucks seem to love to sign <laughs> every bottom six player on the planet. Like, and that's there's a reason for that. They pay their best players the big money, and then they're able through through drafting or through savvy signings to find players who fit the mold of what they're looking for in the bottom six. And that's kind of what Sandin is for us. He was a savvy signing. We didn't really get to see him this year in the in the NHL, but maybe next year with some with some injuries, he may find his way in there. And that's kind of what you want. And I mean, it's again, it's crazy that people are upset <laughs> that that's all we've done so far. I mean. Really can sure you even
1: he's, make he's, trades right now? Can you trade with yeah, other teams? You so? technically, you can. can. Okay, yeah.
2: you, you can. I mean, obviously, that's something that we'll come up to with the Dougie news coming out. But I mean, another thing I didn't even know is that completely forgot that two point five million dollars of our cap space last yeah. year was spent on Andrew McDonald and David Schlemko. Schlemko. So Schlemko so was I'm like a
1: huge David Schlemko guy.
2: <laughs> big. That big was Shlemko such guy. a that was such a weird buyout in when it occurred, it seemed a lot like it was kind of done as a favor. So he it was, didn't have to, like, it, it literally was.
1: I remember reading an article where it was like, yeah, Chuck Fletcher was just like, you know what? Like Schlemko, you're not going to play here. I'm just going to cut you. So you can go sign somewhere else and play somewhere else. But David yeah. Schlemko and um, Lumberg, two of the best names out there, by the way. Oh, yeah.
2: So, I mean, that's another 2.5 million coming off, coming off the books for us to kind of use this off season. Um, and you just got to let Chuck see what he's going to do. I mean, should we get into the Dougie and the Jones talk next? Because I feel like yeah,
1: it's a good talking, talking of
2: trades, yeah. it looks like apparently um, Dougie is available via trade for his rights to be able to not only talk to him prior to free agency, but also the ability to sign him to that extra, um, extra year to make it eight as opposed to seven if he's a UFA. Um, so definitely interesting to see if a team's going to pull the trigger on that. Um, interested to see what they would be looking for. I mean, what do we get Hazy for a fifth? So you would expect what, like a third round
1: pick? Yeah, maybe third or yeah. Or I a think a second would be high. I think. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: second. Second is. I mean, you got to be sure that it's got to be sure bet that you know he wants to play there and that you've got the cash in hand to make him you know do a double take. So. I think probably a third, third or fourth, or like a fourth and a low end prospect or something.
1: It, yeah. It's funny, like all the rumblings of the teams coming out that want Dougie Hamilton, Toronto, of course. Any anytime anybody is yeah. available, yeah. the Toronto Maple Leafs should sign them. It's just I've s-
2: I've seen so many Toronto like I don't even know. It's been like social media about like connect these ties to Toronto and the deals that are being tossed around. It's just. It's classic, like, any team, right? Like, even when we think about deals, the initial thought is you don't want to give up something good. But it was like, it was like Kerfoot.
0: Oh, come on.
2: It was like Kerfoot. The better, the rest of this else, deal better be good. No, it was like Kerfoot, someone else in like a, like a first or a second or something. And I'm like, Jesus. I'm like, you guys literally trade it back when you have the opportunity to draft him. We are not going to accept a late first round pick a dude who's a third-line center who we just pretty much signed in Scott Lawton, who's about to become a UFA probably soon, for a one-year-removed all-star winger who puts up 60 a year. I'm like, yeah, for sure. Signed yeah. at 5-5 five, five nonetheless.
0: That's ridiculous. Tra- Travis me might be one of the biz- biggest examples of, sure, your own fan base overrates your own player, but like other fan bases drastically underrate him like the the lack of value uh, other fans give him specifically is, is crazy but it's yeah yeah no i i do think in terms of dougie hamilton like if you have the extra assets in hand to go and trade for his rights i mean there's literally no downside to doing it right like worst case scenario you lose out on a third round pick for nothing yeah. Uh, best-case scenario, you land a number one defenseman before anybody even has a chance to talk to him? Like,
1: I, I did want to ask you guys this. So so this is the only thing that concerns me with Dougie, and I, I don't remember 100% how the story goes, but when he wanted out of Boston, why did he want out of there? Because it was a really good situation. Did he not like being like a focal point? Because, you know, being no. in Carolina, nobody knows who the hurricanes are. Like... You, you, nobody's gonna know.
0: He, he didn't like, he didn't like, he didn't like partying with Brad Marchand and them. is like, basically what it comes down to. A lot of people say, like, he just is a quiet dude who, like, the one time he, (laughs) allegedly, the one story is the one time he asked everybody if they wanted to go to, like, a museum or something, (laughs) and they all, like, roasted him and were like, you're a fucking loser, like, what are you doing? So then, I mean, that's. That's the one thing. Like he's right. just a quiet dude. So he's who, a
1: precocious guy. That's fine. As yeah, long as yeah, he yeah. I mean just cuz I, I don't want him to like come here and then have to be like, "Oh my god, the media here is horrible." Cuz like Yeah, it was
2: like a locker room fit thing. Okay. I think in, in both scenarios, I think it, that's what it was and mm-hmm. I mean, I can definitely foresee that being an issue in Boston. I mean, the biggest thing for him, the only chance that we have of getting him before the deadline is if we know somehow that Seattle is going to take Jake Voracek and or JVR off of our hands, yeah. and you have a pretty good in, like inclination that he'd be willing to sign with us, that's the only manner in which it makes sense to go ahead and pull the trigger on a trade now to try to get him that extra year and have early early rights, at least in my opinion. so Yeah. yeah.
1: That, that was only my concern with Dougie is because I I just couldn't remember for the life. Because I remember when they traded him, it was, it was a blockbuster trade. It was on draft day. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, they traded Dougie Hamilton. So, yeah, if he's precocious and he just wants to go to museums, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. I just want him to I – I don't want him to be stressed out here being in this market because I – Listen, Carolina is a really fun team, but, I mean – Talk about firewagon change in terms of media and and perception and everything else. Going from Carolina to a market like Philadelphia it would be a, yeah. a really big deal. So, yeah. Um, and I did. I heard rumblings that maybe even Seattle is interested in Dougie Hamilton.
0: I mean, that would that would make sense. Just yeah. go for it right away. They're Get a number one defenseman right everything. off the bat. Yeah.
2: So. So but, do you think? Is the reason why they haven't resigned him is like they're trying to potentially work around the idea of only having to protect three defensemen since they have such a good decor. Is like yeah. that the reason? It's so it's so confusing to me. Like or is and it also, the comments from the owner who's like apparently he's... will not does not like defensemen. And they're the best decor yeah. in the world. <laughs> so, I mean
1: Doesn't like defensemen.
0: They've got a, a pretty like you said Matt, pretty good core without him anyway. Um well, I mean what they
1: Slavin, would they, Pesci.
0: Yeah. Do so they still have Shea? I mean he's fine on the know. back end too. Uh but then yeah, I think, I think that's probably part of it, but then you've also got contracts for, like, Martin Natchez, uh, Svechnikov, and guys like that coming up, too. So, that's probably a concern, because Svechnikov and Natchez are going to get, I they're mean, so they're going to get paid. They're going to get paid. Um,
1: I'm, I wonder about James Carolina, man. Too, I forgot about that. <laughs> I wonder about Carolina sometimes, because apparently they, that owner is notorious for really clutching his purse. So, like, hmm. so, like, Rod is still not signed.
0: Rod yeah, Rindamore is wild.
1: still not taken care of. And, like, I don't know. Wouldn't you want to sign one of, like, the best young coaches in hockey when your team performed so well? To me, it's there, – there might be some maneuverability there. There might be – because they got so many good young players. Oh. I wouldn't
0: be shocked if they take some of that Dougie money and give it to, like, Freddie Anderson or something like that in the offseason. season. Because oh, that makes sense. Yeah. is a good young goalie, but I don't know
2: if he's ready for the one yet.
0: Yeah, and I mean Peter Mrazek is is not the
2: answer. So
0: what do the um, what do the
2: Maple Leafs do at goal if that if that happens? Campbell,
0: dude, I think they're <laughs> I think they're just sold on Jack Campbell. I'm not even I'm not joking. Like ride with Campbell. I yeah. That's yeah. I weird. mean his his numbers were he like his numbers were better than Carey Price in that first round series. So I mean he's. He played a hell of a season, best year of his life, but I don't know. We talk about sample sizes all the time. Who knows? But yeah, Joe, I I know uh, you, I think you sent us, who sent it in the chat originally? Was it me or you, Joe, about Mm -hmm. Fridge says that Dougie Hamilton might not even be the guy on the Flyers' radar?
1: I think it
2: might, you it might have been Matt who sent it. I might have put it in the group. I, I honestly can't yeah. even remember.
1: I, I saw it. I, I haven't listened to to their podcast today. Usually, um, I get around to it pretty early in the mornings mm-hmm. uh, when I'm at work, but I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. But I saw the reports on Twitter, just like you guys said. Um, apparently, the Flyers are more apt to target Seth Jones. So we're we're wasting our breath on Dougie Hamilton. Apparently, he's you know that's not who they want. Um, I am still in the opinion. I'm okay with getting Seth Jones. I, I read Charlie's – Mike, you sent it to us. He had a, a good mm-hmm. three tweet thread about, like, analytics versus the eye test and everything, and, you know, I think all three of us tend to lean more towards analytics. I'm probably the one that goes a little more to the eye test than the other two of you. But, I mean, every time I've watched Seth Jones, I've always been impressed. I think he's a very good defenseman. He definitely has had some rough years. Um, but, I don't know, it, it could just be one of those things where you need to change the scenery. I'm a hundred percent in favor of getting Seth Jones and um, and Linea. Let's do let's do a fucking massive <laughs> Just a mega deal. I mega mean, yeah. deal. Well, listen, I mean Columbus is going full in rebuild because yeah, apparently yeah. they they thought about hiring Gallant and then you know even Gallant was apparently somewhat interested in the position and then the Seth Jones news comes out and they're like okay our number one defe- defenseman is leaving us you know we've got Linea who. You know, the last report we had out of him was that he doesn't even like hockey right now. Um, Tortorella <laughs> is gone. They that that Texier kid, they, they sat him. Or no, who's the guy they got in yeah, the? Uh...
0: They did. They they sat Texier a lot. Yeah. They sat Roslovich, too. They, by the yeah. end, the two yeah, the sense. two like
1: you know good players that they got back. They sat both of them, and then all they have left is like Wierenski, Yeah. who uh, he's going to be coming up on. Probably contract soon, too. I don't know Columbus's cap. But.
2: I think his, his view is, like, since Jones is on his way out, he's just going to break the bank. He's just going to be like, yeah. give me. Yep. He's like, yep. I want 10. He doesn't, I mean, I do not say he doesn't 10. care. He but, can't
1: get 10. Wierenski can't get 10. I
2: mean, can who he? else are they going to pay? They have no one on the team to pay. Yeah, that that's a great
1: point, man. Maybe. Like- he,
2: he well, they might... have still have
1: Line A to pay. That's who they have to pay. Like, he, why or, else would he want
0: to stay paying, there? They're not paying Lonae. Lonae's not not Lone, Not only will they not pay him, he's not. Lonae wouldn't cent sign from it. them anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, the the amount of bad blood that happened within the first week <laughs> of him being there is is absurd, to be honest. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of so that that thread by Charlie was super interesting. Interesting about uh, Seth Jones because I saw you know immediately there was a lot of advanced stats people or at least a few that were like seth jones is actually not good and he's pretty bad and he was bad this year and all that and like look i i'm very analytically analytically driven um when it comes to hockey but i mean if you're gonna sit there and tell me that seth jones the dude who was a norris trophy candidate a couple years ago on that columbus team is not good anymore after playing through two of like I mean, this year must have been horribly miserable being on that close oh, team. Gosh. And then last year was probably not great either between just how much of a roller coaster it was. It was probably, you know, because remember, they were really bad, then they were really hot, and then they were really bad again to end the season. So, I mean, Seth Jones is...
1: They played their bag off against Tampa last year, too. I mean, that was an insane series. They Every inch they fought yeah. for, Dubois yeah. looked really good. Yeah, and just so much has gone downhill for them. This yeah. is it. You, you pray on the week here. I want Chuck to get on the goddamn phone and call Jarmo Kekalainen and be like, listen, all the players hate you. We all know this. Let's make a deal. <laughs> Let's send Jake and, and TK on over That's to them. Send Jake what back, to, send Jake back to Columbus. Could you yeah. imagine? Uh, he, would would have... he would pull a yeah, Carter. Would, would he would pull a Carter. I would not play he would go.
0: Which, honestly, would not be a bad thing for us either. Like, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. just... I think you know,
1: if he fails to report, that's on that's on them. So what's
2: a reasonable trade for for Seth Jones, Jones? and
1: Line? A, both of them, or just Seth Jones? We'll just do one. We'll just do All Jones. Right. Seth Jones. I think you probably have to give up a defenseman, right? Just, probably Sanheim or Myers. I would give up. I would go Myers. Um, first round pick, obviously first, and oof, maybe Frost if they want another. <laughs>
0: I would go. I, don't know, I would. I, don't know I would that. go as far as to do. I would do like a first, second, Myers or Sanheim, and then if, if you
1: could do mostly picks and then just a defenseman, I'd do that. I, I think mean that they're, again, the they're sense. they're rebuilding. Yeah. So and,
2: what? And he only has one year left. So I mean, yes. I don't. Yeah. I think especially with the uncertainty surrounding Nolan Patrick, Frost is well, we kind into of that, too, that but... plant, like one A, one B. So I don't yeah. I, I, not that like again, we've talked about this at length that we don't mind if Frost and or Nolan Patrick are included in a bigger deal no. that lands us a Jack Eichel or some some bigger player that kind of changes that the dynamic of the team. But as like a sweetener for someone who's one year away who if we have another bad season could be like, Up, oh, see you guys, like there's there's no way I'm giving up like two prospects and a first. Yeah.
0: I think like, I think the pretense with any Seth Jones trade is that he's signing the deal. Yes. Like, yeah, I, I think there's
1: That's you, tampering, th- Mike. How could he do that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just
0: you just make sure he signs in Columbus first, and yeah. then everyone's like, Whoa, Seth Jones staying in Columbus, and then it yeah. gets moved five minutes after. I'm sure yeah. they, they know, totally they, not tampering there.
1: They have back channels for that stuff, so I, I Oh yeah. I, I can't say this though. I, I can't say this enough. Chuck has to get Either, either Dougie or Seth, or like I said, a Ryan, Ryan field Ellis that came out yeah. of left field, fine. One of those players or, or someone of that caliber has to be in Philadelphia next year.
0: You you can't enter next season relying on Ivan Proveroff to carry an entire first pair by himself again. Because, mm-hmm. look, I'm not saying he can't ever do that or won't ever do that, but he can't right now. He just can't right now. He's He just can't. And... Very few defensemen in the league do that anymore. Like, you can't, like, Ron, or Victor Hedman is a great number one defenseman, you know, can do it all, but even he has to lean on a on a decent partner yeah. every now and then, whether it's Eric Chernak or, you know, Mikhail Sergachev or whoever else. I mean, they have a good defensive unit anyway, so... Yeah, you, you he has to go. You he has to get another defenseman, number one defenseman.
1: And real quick, we don't have to stay on this long, but I saw more rumblings that Nolan Patrick wants out. I saw more rumblings online from actual journalism sources. So Yeah, I saw that too. I'm I starting saw, to think Was it something from a- like
2: the Philly Voice because I think I was about to read it and I didn't read it.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't know if it was Philly I'm not sure if it was Philly voice, but I remember seeing it from, you know, the check marks that I, I have now seen it from a couple places. Okay. Yeah. So that is um I, I'm pretty sure he wants out then. Um this this is how you build a narrative. Um, you know, if it's just coming from one source, okay, maybe, you know, who knows? But now that it's coming from multiple check marks on Twitter, uh starting to think there's gonna be a there's a little more uh water uh that 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 might hold a little more water than I thought. So we'll see. I mean, again, I, we're all for him coming back. I think he's got a ton of potential. Um, I don't know if he can reach it here. It's really up to him. Um, but if we package him off in a big deal, I'm not going to be upset with it. You know, I, I'm not going to lose sleep. So, any thoughts, Honestly, real quick? I,
0: yeah, I was just going to say, like, at this point, And this people... I don't care if people can call this a loser mentality or whatever. I've seen that phrase a lot on Flyers Twitter over the past year. What? But, like... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Honestly, whatever... I just hope that whatever happens with it, Nolan Patrick can have... Can get what he wants out of hockey still. Like, I hope that he can... If he stays here, figures it out. Has a good, you know, career or a few seasons with us, whatever. Or if he gets moved, I hope he figures it out elsewhere, too. I mean, dude's been through... Probably miser- miserable two years, two and a half years. Um, I just wanted him to to get back to playing hockey healthy, wherever that may be. So that's that's really all I can, you know.
1: I don't think that's, a, a, it's, it's, that's not a loser mentality. It's just being I mean, it's a,
0: not like he's been here long enough to to create any animosity as a player or anything I mean, like that. He's just a dude who, with a lot of hype and potential. Who his body, live up won't, to him. Yeah, yeah. And his and it's not even him; like it's his body he just wouldn't let him do it right huh. now so yeah i don't
1: know we'll see i don't think that's a loser mentality i think you're just being a, a good human being there because yeah mike or matt any what can any i thoughts? say dude I'm i know good person it's just a little <laughs> bit
2: no i mean again like i don't want to beat the dead horse i mean for me from an asset management standpoint like i'm only moving him if it's in a bigger deal that's really the only that's the only point i have i'm not trading him for a third i'm not trading him for that Mm-mm. um so that's how that's where i stand
1: Let's uh, let's end with some some playoff talk. Uh, my Montreal Canadiens fell in the first game to, to Vegas. I don't know, guys. I think this might be the uh, this might be the final stop uh, for for this <laughs> Montreal team. I'm not sure. Um, what,
0: what do they do next year to buy in completely after going <laughs> after Joel Edmondson? And
2: they have to sign hmm. Brendan Smith so they can corner the market on people who <laughs> just cross check everything that moves. That's like their yeah. entire their entire playing style. Is just like. Yeah. Someone skates within seventeen feet of the net. You put them in a headlock, cross-check them on the back when they're on the ice, no call, repeat.
1: Yeah, I uh, I think this might be the last stop for my for my Montreal Canadiens. I'm sorry, my my francophones. I just I don't. It doesn't look good, guys. Flurry is. He, he, he's damn good that mark how fucking good is mark stone oh my god yeah, he's nuts how has he not won a selkie yet seriously it's just because he's a winger it's be got it. he's got it he's got
0: it this year i right? think he probably gets it this year
2: or no he, didn't bergeron he, win he, it no he's think, in it again it, yet. it hasn't been announced him, yet I don't think yeah so. it's him stone and who else barkov
1: barkov's another one who should probably win he deserves one too yeah that's tough but, um yeah, we'll see. I, I, let's uh, let's give me your picks for for Vegas and, and Montreal, boys. Let's uh, Matt. I'm going to go to you first. Who, who do you have winning? What, what's the series? Uh, five
2: games, Vegas. I think Ooh. Montreal steals one. A gentleman sweep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think they still like, one at home.
0: That's what I would say too. Gentleman right. sweep or they, yeah, Gentlemen sweep. I, I really, I, I don't know. I can't. I just can't see them winning two games unless Carey Price full on steals one game himself because price has been good this playoff. Yes. But I wouldn't necessarily say he's like stolen any games for Montreal yet. So I think if he if he flat out steals one, I could see it being a six game series. But I think Vegas is just too this is this is where it's clear that like the talent level and mentality is clearly outweighing Montreal's ability because like the Jets and the Leafs were probably more talented than the Canadiens, but they're a mess internally and in the locker room, so they folded as soon as there was any resistance. So I, I just can't see Vegas doing that. I mean, they they got shit on by Colorado in Game mm. One of that series, and then still won. Storm back and yeah, yeah,
1: they really outplayed them um, the rest yeah. of the series. By yeah. the way, you think Nazem Kadri would have helped uh, just a little bit? Probably. Pro- just a tiny Probably. Story story of his career, dude. dude that's the brutal, Leafs went man. home
0: two times to the to the Bruins because Nazem Kadri. Decided to be an idiot idiot in the playoffs. I don't
2: know if I shared this the stat last time we were on, but I think he, so he has been suspended in the playoffs for more games than he's played. Jesus, I think you did say that actually last time, Matt. (laughs) So that's that That is extremely impressive from him. Yeah.
1: By the way, my easy way to kill a team. My pick. uh, I'm a loyal guy. You know, uh, I'm gonna leave with the girl that brought me here, and that's Montreal. So I have Montreal in seven. If they're going to do it, it'll be Montreal in seven. Long series. Realistically, Long what's going to happen? Yeah, realistically, what's going to happen is Vegas is probably going to get them in, in. Like Matt said, probably the gentleman's sweep. But yeah, you know what? I, I'm going to pick Montreal in seven. I'm going to follow my heart. Um, you dance with who brought you, and Montreal has brought me this far. So <laughs> let's go to the other series real quick: uh, Lightning and Islanders. Um, Islanders steal game one. I mean, they. I, I didn't get to watch a ton of. Them. I watched the third period, um, but. Man, this Islanders team, I don't know if there's a more frustrating team to play against than the New York Islanders. Again, they're just a, a rabid group of, of role players who Barry Trotz has playing. Everybody knows exactly their role and how to play it. They're they're as, they're as precise as a Swiss watch. I've never seen anything like it. And that fourth line, I know we make fun of it, but God damn, is, is it effective in playoffs? The fourth line wouldn't
0: work on it any other team or any other system yeah. than Barry Trotz. It's it's absurd. It and, really is absurd. And honestly,
1: like, people people knock the Islanders for playing, like, boring hockey, in the playoffs, like, it's not boring. The intensity's there. Um, they're a tough out, man. Uh, they're going to be a tough out. I, I still think Tampa will win just because once Tampa gets that power play, they are, you know, yeah. otherworldly. So we'll see. Yeah. What, what do you guys think the, about that series real quick?
2: The Islanders' PK I heard on the – uh broadcast is actually the w- pk is the worst in the playoffs yep. so Jeez. that kind of combination of like with tampa clicking at like a 40 percent clip right now so that combo i just feel like over the entire series will be too much for them to handle and then yeah. i don't know if i mean in terms of the goalies like goalie straight up like varmol's been very good for them but mm. vasileski is the best goalie in, in the playoffs right now Yeah. it's yep. pretty obvious
1: I would take Fleury over Vasilevsky right now.
0: Fleury's playing out of his mind right now. I will yes. say that. Do you see that sequence he had on Caulfield late in the mm-hmm. game, land, just refusing to let him get on the board again? Yeah. Caulfield was literally laughing.
2: they like zoomed yeah. in on him, he was like smiling. Yeah. He's like, "This is ridiculous."
0: Um, I, I think that I think that series has a chance to go seven. The Isles and Bolts.
1: Um, I 100% could see that happening for sure.
0: Especially because they've this is now you know this is the rematch that nobody wanted so we're seeing this a second straight year and you know, I mean we, teams, everybody
1: wants t- Tampa and, and Vegas right I mean we all that want would, that. yeah
0: that would be I mean that's a that's a ratings uh, extravaganza for the NHL right there it's yeah. two of the most you know outside of outside of the Avalanche I guess it's two of the most fun electric teams, teams. to yeah. watch in recent memory too not just. Not just like this season, but name a, a more exciting team to watch in hockey than this Tampa and this Vegas team. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's tough. It's tough. They're two very good teams, two very, very good goalies, and they can score kind of at will sometimes, especially Tampa. So. Mm-hmm. Any will, last oh, thoughts, Matt, gentlemen?
0: Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, Matt, that that penalty kill slash power play thing, the, I think the other day when I was working or the other night, uh, the islanders were at like 68 percent kill efficiency mm, cool. and tampa was at like 41 percent scoring efficiency on the power play so i mean that's that's almost 60 40 split right there right so uh that'll that'll be fascinating to watch how that plays out
1: we'll see i need uh, i need uh i need a little more from from matt barzell i need him to uh to get a little more going here, he's a really really no, good player. Matt Barzell
0: gets a lot of. This happened last year too in the Flyer series. Like, Matt Barzell gets a lot of oos and ahs when yeah. guys are watching or like commentators are watching the game or calling the game. But you look at his stat line and he has what a goal or two this yeah. postseason. It's not and it's look we not insane. we can't say that much because the Flyers aren't even playing. But yeah. like. I mean, he does a lot of skating around. What was, did, wasn't was it him? They were like, he does the most skating per uh, shift in the NHL. And it's like, all right, well, like, yeah. he has a, on the perimeter. He, every time he
1: reminds me of Villy Leno, just like in the offensive zone. Remember how Leno could just yeah, – he would just yeah. circle around for, for minutes. And Barzell can do that, but he's he got to get some points on the board. Uh, I do yeah. like him a lot, but he's got to get some points. What were you going to say, Matt?
2: No, I was going to say, I mean, he's been good – more recently, I think obviously he had a goal mm-hmm. last game, and he had one. And I think, what was that? Is that game six Wouldn't they they didn't go seven with Boston? It Was six, right?
1: Yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think he had one. Out.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's been getting a little hot as of late, but yeah, I mean, he's gonna have to drive. He's gonna have to drive that that team the same way. Yeah, if that, they're gonna
1: beat Tampa, he's gonna have to be.
2: He's got to be Braden Point, like him and Braden,
1: Braden Pointer
0: Braden. are gonna have to Did be. Did you guys catch? Who He's he was matched up against in that game one?
1: Mm-mm. I didn't really see. I only caught the third period, so I, I, I didn't did not. Read.
0: I think Tampa should go – they should go Sorelli against him. But, I mean, is is Killorn playing center right now? Because they could go Killorn on him and kind of just bully him on yeah, the wall, I guess. That's, that's but, some
1: size there. That's, that's, that's yeah. a thick man. By the way, real quick, um Tukarask only wants to play in Boston. You I think he stays that, yeah.
0: or you think he goes? He should. I mean, he should stay, and they should sign him. Even if they want to move forward with Swayman, he should at least be the 1B
1: or
2: 1A. You Matt, know? what do you think? I mean, I think we talked about this. Like, for whatever reason, Boston fans love to hate on Tuca. Like, their favorite thing. And he's been statistically, like, one of the top two goalies over the past, what, like, 10 years in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yet they just continue to love, like, any goal, even if it's not his fault, is his fault. So I hope... That they're stupid enough to let him go, and he goes like out west or something. Like maybe he goes to uh, Colorado. Colorado on like a two-year him year and deal, 2 3 That'd be nuts. That'd be,
1: it'd be wow. very good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I mean, as long anything that gets him out of the east, I'm happy with.
1: Yeah, one less one less headache for the Flyers. Speaking of the Flyers, they they got work to do, guys. We'll um we'll be back next week. Um, we'll see if any moves are made between now and then. Probably unlikely, but. I mean, Chuck should at least be working those back channels to make sure everything is, you know, is in line. He's got a lot of runway to work with, so, you know, when 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 the draft hits, I'm expecting. I would think they're going to make a move, if maybe even on draft night. I don't know, but I don't want them picking, so I want that pick gone somehow. So, we'll see. Anything left, boys? Uh huh. No. Well I guess the, the only Oh here we go we talked about Sixers. Go Sixers. I mean yeah. tough loss last night for the boys. Um they'll, they'll, be, with, they'll get it back. I think I still I still like the Sixers to win the series, but yeah. hopefully uh hopefully Joel's we gotta get a, a prayer circle going, Mike, for Joel's knee. So can you can I you know. organize?
0: Yeah, and I got to get
1: all, another prayer circle going for Ben Simmons to remembering how to shoot. So uh, just I was trying to think of like a,
0: a prayer there, but I couldn't come up with anything. So ben I Simmons is
1: like thirty eight percent from the from the free throw line. By the way, it's something insane. not good, not good. All right, not well, great.
0: no. Another oh, no, thing I'll uh, is Go. that yeah.
2: the um, make sure I'm understanding this. So it looks like the oh, expansion lobby. draft. Well, that's. We I
0: think we didn't we talk about
1: that. I think we, we talked, talked about
2: that. He wasn't official last episode when we talked yeah, about yeah, it, but Lappy it is official. Is, and
1: it's official. Yeah, we forgot shocker. to talk about Lappy. Whoops. Yeah, he's uh nice. Peter Laviolette. or Peter Laviolette, Jesus Christ. <laughs> High praise. Yeah, Lappy, Yeah, that quite quite a drop for for Lavi to be the uh, the Fandom's head coach. But yeah, Lappy's going to be the new Phantoms head coach. Everybody kind of called that one. Not really a shocker, but. I'm not worried about it. I think, like like we said, we did. We kind of already killed this horse. So mm-hmm. he's yeah. he gets the most out of players. That's what he does. He's a very good mentor. It seems for the young players. I've never heard a bad word come out of the locker room about him. So um, hopefully, he gets the most out of his guys, and he just doesn't make Zaid Wisdom block shots with his face.
2: Yeah, no bad words, just bad production. But what I was going to get to is expansion draft next Wednesday, the twenty first. So it's, I mean, what's today? I don't even know what day. Wait, no, not possible. No, no, no. They've they to finish.
0: They're, they're submitting their lists, right?
2: Oh, is that what it is? That, yeah, that, that makes sense because we're not even yeah. close to being done. So yeah, the list shit. is. <laughs> Could you imagine they being just, on the team? It, like the middle. <laughs> like, yeah, you're hey, playing you for to the Seattle. and you're just, yeah. Six I months from now, in, to be in Seattle. Hold up. I typed in like the draft. Why does it say Wednesday? Tw- oh, that was a twenty seventeen expansion draft. Love that. Love- uh, oh, okay, okay. There okay. we go. Love that. Love that. Um, hold up. Sorry, I'm trying to pull up. Okay, so that's July. That makes more sense. That's July twenty first, and then the okay. draft itself's the twenty third and twenty fourth. Okay. Oof. Oh
0: boy. So only we're we're only what a, a month and a week away. That's. This this season it's they've gonna, been cooking. This heat, season they fit a lot of stuff in.
1: It's going to be heating up here in the next couple weeks, boys. I I, I think we're going to see some movement. So we have a JT episode, maybe. Oh well, yeah, we're going to need JT okay. for for the draft episode again. We're going to do a, a
0: mock uh, expansion. Yeah, have draft. Should have we him do start that? crunching the numbers.
1: 100%. Have him start crunching the numbers. We're going to need it. All right, all right, boys. Well, for Matt, for Mike, for myself, Philadelphia. I hope you all have a great week. Go Sixers and. Chuck, get on the phone, buddy. Start dialing.